I tell mom school lets out at 3.20, but the last bell actually rings at 3. She's punctual. That, her cooking, and something else she giggles at but never says are the three reasons dad married her. Everyone at school says the reason my dad married her is because she's the hottest. But they're wrong. Miss Shelley's the hottest. She apparently got a lot of money when Mr. Shelley left her for some natch and used most of it to get a primo updo. I make mom pick me up late so I can see Miss Shelley every day, since she isn't punctual. Maybe that's the real reason that Miss Shelley's divorced. I see her Honda pulling up to the curb to pick up Erica and get that feeling I don't like when I see something I really want but might not ever get. As Erica is about to open the car door, I run over with my thumbs tucked underneath my backpack straps. Erica! Hey, Erica! What? She rolls her eyes. Can you tell me what the algebra homework was? I forgot to write it down. Um, I bend my head around and wave into the window. It rolls down. Oh, hey, Miss Shelley. Hey, hun. Hun. Oh, God. How's your mom doing? She's good. How are you? I smile, still looking cool with my thumbs under the straps. I don't remember what the homework was, Erica interrupts. I hear her speak, but I'm still looking in the window, waiting for Miss Shelley to answer my question. And I don't really feel like pulling out my planner, Erica says. Hey, no problem, Erica. She opens the door and steps inside. Bye, Miss Shelley, I say, raising my neck as the window slides up. A few minutes later, my mom pulls up in our BMW, and I look around at the other kiddos being jealous of it, since their dads don't make big-time movies. Mom's all dressed up like a whore and is making a scene honking the horn when she picks me up. We're passing the updo spots on Plastic Ave, since that's the way home, and she keeps asking me if I want a new nose for summer. I tell her I'm still not up for updos. Are you worried you'll get a botch? She says. No. The kids at school will think you look different. Listen, Mom, I think about explaining to her how she's extremely off-base here. Miss Shelley's old husband was all about the Natch look. He was a Natch. The younger girl he left his bonkers hot wife for was a Natch. All about the Natch stuff over there. Except Miss Shelley, obviously. But she's not going with the plastic trends. She got the primo timeless look. So if that means I need to go natural too and skip out on the updos in order to make it with Miss Shelley, then that's what I'm going to do, Mom. Everything is, like, totally copacetic, so let's bypass this updo talk. Once we're back home, I hear Dad is still on set and think that's the dolls for me, but cool for him, I bet. I eat a whole bunch of Vita snacks that Mom provides for my bumpy skin and to give me a primo puberty. Then I stretch my face around in the mirror and imagine what I might look like if I did get some plastics, since that stuff Mom said in the car was pretty harsh, lady. Up in my room, I'm scrolling through Fetchy and looking at a lot of bonkers memes. Like, crazy stuff. I don't get why people post, being it makes them look extremely dull. Erica, primo example, who thinks that just because the kiddos are interested in her big time, she can repost number one memes and expect no one to know she just totally ripped them off from someone else. I may not get all of the upvotes for my memes, but at least I'm making my own content. Apparently there's this Bonzo gif going around that's also primo and everyone is sharing it with each other on Fetchy. Some zero-tier celebrity who was on a reality show that not even mom watches went bonkers screaming about how she's an actual human being and everyone else is trashy plastic. She's crying in the video and really bringing the Natchez into the dolls since we would not be electing her as a representative and now I'm wondering if the kiddos are going to think I sit here thinking those things too. 
The next day in class, I'm sitting next to Erica, and neither of us are listening to this talk at the front from teacher. She's on some plastic app trying on different faces, and I'm staring at her various updos on the screen. That one looks nice on you, I lean over and whisper. What do you know, Natch? She says, almost loud enough the teacher might hear. Trying to date Erica is so hard due to most of the kiddos wanting to date her, which makes her think that she is ultra plus plus. Someone should really tell her that people only want to date her because her mom is really talented in the looks department. But that would then totally ruin any chances of that someone eventually making it with her mom. At lunch, I sit with the other Natches. They're the only ones who don't try to be my friend in order to make it with my mom, seeing as they know they don't have a chance. I'm usually pretty quiet, and they mostly complain about their parents not having enough money to buy them updos or being against plastics in general relating to the botches. Neither of those are issues for me, though, with dad making primo income and mom knowing the best doctors. Instead, I just eat my Vita snacks, mostly silent, and try to make a few memes on Fetchy, but my whole feed is just more stuff relating to that natural woman going bonkers that I saw last night. Right as I'm thinking that this is going to get extreme attention for a while, Candace comes to my table and begins to rip on me as usual. Sup, Natchy Natchy No Face? Hello, Candace. Anyone tell you that you look like a boy version of the Natch Queen? And she waits for me to respond, but I'm still thinking, so then she makes an ugly face at me. I can't think of anything clever, so I just mouth pretend sentences at her, saying nothing. She gets plus plus upset by this, seeing as her hearing got botched some time ago due to a lift-related updo. Now she sits in the front of the class rather than wearing her hearing aids since they look extremely dull. So she grabs me by the neck and smushes the front and side of my head into the table, but I'm trying to keep it very cool, as if it were not painful even though it is extremely. Your puberty pills are making you tough now, huh? Big time, I manage to say it through the side of my lips. This just makes her squeeze my neck harder until Chad comes over and is like, hey, lay off him. Chad is pretty much the most popular in school because not only does he get reasonably decent updos, but more so because his memes are primo, and he even gets upvotes from random people not at school. I tell Chad, big time thanks, man, and he wants to kind of hang around me for a bit after trying to be ultra-friendly, but I know he's only doing this because he wants to make it with my mom. Since he won't go away and has his thumbs under his backpack trying to be cool, I ask him if he has any ideas for what he's going to make for the recent Natch Queen meme. He tells me an idea he has, very excited, and I'm smirking since I'm definitely planning to steal it and make the meme myself. Later that day, Mom picks me up after I finish asking Erica about homework and smiling at Miss Shelley. While we're driving through Plastic Ave, I'm considering if making it with Miss Shelley is worth all the dolls I get at school for being a natch. I still wouldn't care for updos every month in order to look primo, but some other plastics would be very plus-plus. Like a new derm treatment to get rid of my bumpy skin, for example, so I don't have to eat so many Vita snacks. Or even one of those blush downs so Miss Shelley wouldn't see my face get red when I say hi to her from outside of the Honda. Dad's not home when we get back, again so I go up to my room and make that Natch Queen meme Chad had provided. Even though I don't really get it, he is gifted in the meme department, and I figure it must be extremely funny. Before hitting the post button, I get that feeling of wanting something, but not being sure I'll ever get it. I try to distract myself while the upvotes are coming in, and think about how I do kind of look like the Natch Queen if she were a guy, which is dull for me. 
After 10 minutes, the urge to check how many upvotes I received becomes ultra unbearable, so I press the home button and see that I'm a big time genius for knowing I should steal Chad's meme. When I look at the accounts upvoting me, I see they're from all the kiddos at school, and then more accounts of other kiddos outside of school, and even some full-grown adults. People I've never met before, and therefore do not just want to make it with my mom, are following my account now. As I'm scrolling and pressing the follow back button as quickly as I can, my heart suddenly stops. I see one of the accounts is Miss Shelley. Oh god. Something extreme is happening in the tippy bottom of my stomach. I start going through her account and see she's been going on an upvote spree and is bonkers about this Natch Queen meme. She's followed over 200 new accounts in the past day, which is a bit of a dull move. I'm wondering if I even know this lady anymore, my sweet primo Miss Shelley. Then it occurs to me, I've had it wrong this whole time. Miss Shelley doesn't like Natchez. Duh, God. Her husband, his younger model, both Natchez. She hates them and that. And that's why I haven't made it with her. I try to go to bed, but end up looking at Miss Shelley's fetchy account until 3 a.m. The next day at school, I'm not even tired, even though I got zero sleep, seeing as I know everyone is going to be very excited to see me. Before homeroom, I hang out by my locker, just twisting the spinner around, and everyone that passes me is patting me on the back. Primo. Dank. Plus plus. Based, they say, one after the other. I can see the looks in all their eyes, and now know for a fact they had just been trying to make it with my mom previously. Once we're in homeroom and everyone leaves from crowding around my desk to go to their desks, teacher walks in and gives me finger guns, which is dull, but kind. Then, out of nowhere, Candace turns around and says so that everyone can hear, You stole Chad's meme. Did not. Everyone looks at Chad and sees him with his head on his desk, crying. Then they look at me extremely suspiciously. The rest of the day, the kiddos are very upset and calling me Natchy Natchy No Meme whenever I walk by. I tell myself to just bypass this negative thinking my head is doing, but I'm finding that to be a hard thing to do. When school finally lets out, I don't even ask Erica what the homework was. Don't even have it in me to ignore her and look at her mom. When I get into our BMW, I accidentally notice mom got new plastic boobs. And how was your day? She says. Mom. Yes, dear? I want an updo. She goes bonkers, of course, bouncing all around in her seat, annoying me with these boobs, saying how she's waited for this moment for so long. That she's really excited for me, even though it seems like she's more excited for herself somehow. She asks why I'm suddenly up for an updo, but I don't have it in me to explain I never really wanted to be a Natch in the first place, that I was off-base big time while I'm Miss Shelley being in a Natch's. Mom calls her doctor and sets up an appointment for me to come by on our way home. I get worried about the BMW while she's swerving around on Plastic Ave trying to show me all these updos on her phone that would be good. It's okay. I know what I want. At doctor's office, there's a red carpet leading from the sidewalk to the waiting area, and some primo lady hands us champagne when we get inside after asking how mom's boobs are feeling. It doesn't take long for doctor to come out and take us back into one of the operating rooms. He's up dude to the point of looking like a life-sized action figure. Once we're inside, he closes the door and tells me to have a seat on this table-slash-bed in the center of the room. So... He says with his hands on his knees and this bonkers face of his level with mine. Your mom's told me a lot about you. I nod. Glad to see you finally come around. Yep. He raises his eyebrows at mom. Right. 
Now, were you thinking a standard updo, something from the catalog maybe, or did you have your eyes on some general plastics? I have a picture, I say, reaching my hand into my pocket. Mom comes over to behind my table slash bed and leans over so she can see my phone too. Doctor's eyes are shifting between my face, my phone, and mom's boobs. This, I say, showing him the Natch Queen. Oh, wow, he says. That is what you want, mom says. That's what I want. Well, we can certainly do that, doctor says, if that is what he wants. If that's what he wants, she says. All of a sudden, a bunch of people in white clothes and masks come in and are drawing things on my face. As they're putting the sleepy gas mask on me, I'm getting that feeling usually reserved for Miss Shelley and posting memes of wanting something I'm not sure I'll ever get. The next day, I wake up in doctor's cryosphere and my face feels tight and heavier, but it doesn't hurt. I pull a few long pieces of hair from my mouth and find it scurvy until I realize that they're my hairs. My new long hairs. Mom is waiting for me in the lobby area to take me to school since the bus doesn't stop on Plastic Ave. I can tell she doesn't really like my updo, but she puts on a nice face, seeing as she's glad I'm no longer bypassing updos altogether. So what? I never like her plastics either. While we're in our BMW, I'm re-watching the Natch Queen gif big time and practicing my lines so I can get them plus plus. Good luck today, Mom says. Thanks, you trashy piece of plastic. I say in the Natch Queen's voice. In the hallways, the other kiddos are making big-time scenes going bonkers about seeing the real-life Natch Queen. Doctors up do work with so primo they don't even know it's me under the plastic. I stop by Chad's locker and, in my Natch Queen voice, say, I'm a real human being, just like in the GIF, and all the other kiddos laugh big-time, even Chad. It's not until I actually take my seat in homeroom that people realize it's been me all along. The whole class is so surprised that I no longer bypass updos, and I can see that even Candace is jealous of me. The kiddos are talking about me all around school and taking bonkers routes between classes to see me meme IRL. It's all extremely plus-plus, aside from the circulation in my thumbs from keeping them under my backpack straps for so long. After school, Erica is standing next to me while we wait for her mom and hands me a sheet of paper with all of tonight's homework written out, with hearts on top of the eyes and doodlies around the border. So, are we, like, going to date, finally, I say? Oh, yes. Primo, can I come over today? I'm trying to get an update today. Doctors are apparently plus-plus busy, but I should be able to find an opening. Can we have our date tomorrow? I sigh. Sure. And then we stand in silence until Miss Shelley's Honda pulls up. When we go over, I get that feeling, except it's all over my body instead of just my face and tummy, even though I should be accidentally confident in my chances of making it with her by now. Hello, madame. Oh my, Miss Shelley starts laughing. Look at you. As you can see, I got an updo a la Natch Queen. You did. And I'm a real human being, I say in the Natch Queen's voice. She laughs extremely hard now, and so is Erica, and I'm thinking I have the Shelleys wrapped around my finger. I love it, Miss Shelley says. And I love, oh god, the tippy bottom of my stomach is tingly again. And I gotta go. See you tomorrow, Erica. I don't really mind Mom's honking when she pulls up because it gets all the other kiddos' attentions and they clap and cheer for me as I'm getting into our BMW. I make a big-time smile at Mom and she smiles back. So the kids at school liked your updo? 
Everyone thinks it's Ultra Plus Plus, Mom. See, I've been telling you all along. It's not the updo that made the difference. It was my idea that made everyone like me. I'm not going to tell her this, but it's true. There are bonzo lines of people out on Plastic Ave. A lot of kiddos from school and tons of others from around town. I've never seen it like this, and I'm thinking, boy, am I happy I had this idea yesterday and not today. When we get home, I bypass the Vita snacks from my skin, but still have to eat the hormone gummies since the updo didn't resolve my late blossoming issues. The classmates who took pictures of me started making memes using me instead of the Natch Queen. At first, I'm extremely upset because this is kind of like stealing my work for themselves, but after seeing how many upvotes they're getting, I feel like I can forget this anger. I make a gif of myself with some new lines I thought of throughout the day, and when I go to post, I realize that the feeling of wanting something but not being sure I'm going to get it totally bypasses me, and instead I just feel primo about it all. I know everyone is going to like my gif, and I know Miss Shelley will see it and laugh and eventually love me instead of it. And after I post, the upvotes confirm just how plus-plus I really am. The next day at school is bonkers. I see one kiddo, then another. Then all of them went and got a Natch Queen updo. Everyone is, like, the same. Except they don't quite look right. For different reasons, too. Some kids have eye patches. Others have infections. Some of them have their long hairs falling out from a bad transplant. Most of them over swollen with asymmetrical features. Botches. Everywhere. Teacher even went and got an updo, too, because he thinks he's one of the kiddos. But he got an extremely bad botch and had to stay in cryo an extra night. That's what everyone is saying, at least, since we have substitute in today. He doesn't know the seating chart, so he takes attendance by calling everyone by their botch. Can't see? That's Candace, since she got an astigmatism and has to wear glasses now. Here. No audio? Erica got some botch in her ears, so she has to wear hearing aids now. Present. Foul lip. Here. Meme lord? That's what he calls me, and I nod back without saying anything. I point to Candace and say, Trashy plastic! in the Natch Queen voice, and she puts her head down and starts crying, which makes me feel dull for making her cry, even though she's a mean person. At least it made Erica laugh. I'm not super excited about having a date with her and having to stare at those things on her ears the whole time, but hopefully I'll get to spend most of the date with Miss Shelley. Hey, Erica, sorry about your botch. Call me no audio, please. Uh, sure, I guess. So, are we, like, still having our date? Huh? Our date? Today? Oh, yeah. Your house? Um, no, we, we can't go to my house. Erica, er, no audio. Why? We have the uh, cleaners coming today. Can we have a date at your house? Now I'm frustrated. Cleaners? Why do they need cleaners? Is Miss Shelley a pig? She could be. Uh, that'd be okay, I think. Whatever, it's still copacetic. Our next day will be at her house, with the better Shelly. Hey, sure, that'd be primo. I can show her all of Dad's stuff, and she'll like me even more. That way she'll keep trying to date me even when she realizes that I'm just trying to bypass her for her mom, increasing my chances of eventually making it with Miss Shelly. When Mom picks me up, I tell her no audio is coming back to our house with us for a date. Her face goes a little sour when she sees her hearing aids, and I'm thinking, yeah, I know, Mom, they're an eyesore. But you must do certain things for the ones you love. Mom calls our housekeeper on the way home and tells him to prepare for our date. When we get there, we go to the theater, and there's a big spread of Vita snacks, assorted jerkies, and champagne. 
I turn on one of Dad's movies that won a bunch of awards, even though it's long and boring. No Audio is sitting next to me, and it's getting so close that I can feel her arm hairs tickling mine and starting to send tingles to the rest of my body. The movie is just about to get to the one good part, where there are extreme explosions, but right as they're about to go off, No Audio puts her hand on my cheeks and leans in with her eyes closed. I'm like, whoa, is this about to be my first kiss? And so I do the same, but my fingers touch her hearing aid, so I bypass the cheek holding and just close my eyes and lean in too. Then her tongue goes directly against mine, and this is just bonkers. When ten minutes go by, I've opened and closed my eyes a few times, and I'm still not sure what to do with my hands, so I put one on her boobs. Then she puts her tongue farther in my mouth, and the tippy bottom of my stomach makes a beautiful explosion. Hey, this is really nice, no audio, but I need to pee. Okay, she says. I go to change, and when I walk back into the theater, the most ultra-bonzo thing happens to me when I see no audio. I get that feeling I get, and I'm wondering, what the hell, body? You're getting mixed up. And the feeling doesn't go away the rest of the time she's here, even though we just go back to kissing like before. After the movie ends, she says her mom is outside to pick her up. While we're walking through our big house, I'm realizing that I haven't even asked a thing about Miss Shelley the whole time. I was supposed to get more data so I could swoon her. How could I bypass this? Oh, I meant to ask, what's your mom's favorite color? Huh? The color that she likes most. Uh, purple, I think. Why? Just wondering. And the flower she likes most? And she responds, but I ignore her on accident because I'm thinking about the way her boob felt. Oh, cool. I say when we get to the front door. Hey, let me walk you to the car. Okay. I open the door and squint when I don't see Miss Shelley's Honda, but instead a Mercedes. A Mercedes with Candace's mom in it. I look at no audios and say, what the hell? That's not the hot mom I was dating you for. And I think she picks up on this, because Candace says, Sorry for tricking you, meme lord. You started talking about going on dates, and I know you didn't know Erica and I had changed seats on account of her botch, but you're just so primo after your updo and recent fetchy success that I just couldn't bypass this opportunity. I hope you can forgive me. I feel extremely dull about all of this at first, like a big dupe. But then I'm thinking, hey, that was a pretty nice boob. She's no Miss Shelley in the looks department, but all of that kissing was plus-plus and something I could see myself doing many times again. That's okay, no audio. I forgive you. We bypass any more kissing on account of her mom being right there and give each other a hug. After she gets into the car, we wave to each other through the window, and I'm wondering why I still have that feeling of wanting something that I might not ever get, even though I got it. I got her. I'm dating Candace. That's what I want now, right? Right?